another edition of Curveballs and Chair Shots. My name is Brandon Tanguma. Sitting beside me here is my lovely and esteemed co-host, Dominic Hobson. Dominic, how are you doing today? Brandon, I was probably the best intro ever, I'm just saying, and I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, Dominic. How are your intestines doing today? Because I uh... heard little Birdie told me that, you know, maybe some chili bowl action might have happened. Okay. Let's not talk about chili bull per se, but yes, there was some ch- there was some chili esque moments. Would you say that code chili happened? No, no code chili. So it was just code brown. Wait, was code chili crap in my? Fa- what was it? Uh, code brown is like I gotta take a shit, but code chili is like it's it's coming out like right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> code chili was Rupert Float Day. Oh no, um, there was probably like. There was something right before code. If there was something before code chili, it was probably that. I mean, I was I came off of lunch, I tried to fart, I swear I sharted, and I ran upstairs and took a shit. So, well, on that note, let's just jump right <laughs> into it. We got some NFL news and notes to talk about. Drew Brees has announced via the Instagram that he will be coming back to the New Orleans Saints for the 2020 season. Not only does this affect Drew Brees and the Saints but it also affects both Teddy Bridgewater and Taysom Hill. Uh, Sean Payton has said that he thinks that Taysom Hill is like their Steve Young. Teddy Bridgewater undefeated when he played in a start for Drew Brees this season. So, Dominic, maybe start off with Drew Brees first. Yeah. He was, he's older. He, older, he's old. He is old. He was the most prolific passer we've ever seen in a single season, so he still has it. Maybe he doesn't have the deep ball that he normally does. But what do you expect from Drew Brees this season? World champion. Not saying that because, you know, I'm sitting next to a avid Saints fan. But I think uh, staying healthy all year long, maybe they get a good draft pick, or maybe, you know, they trade for someone, or, you know, something happens with a, you know, a good receiver, maybe a good back. I can see them going for the world championship and winning, a.k.a. the Super Bowl. Now, Taysom Hill is a restricted free agent, which means the Saints have the opportunity to match any offer that comes his way. Teddy Bridgewater, an unrestricted free agent, so he can go wherever the fuck he wants. Now, Dominic, Teddy Bridgewater, three years younger than Taysom Hill. Teddy Bridgewater, a little bit more proven, both on the Vikings and his little stint that he had with the Saints. Mm -hmm. If you're Sean Payton, who would you go with if you can only have one because that seems as though that's all you can have Who I mean would you go with I mean do you go with the proven buck or the unproven doe you know what I mean the doe can turn into this majestic uh mother of all beings you know turn into a beautiful deer or do you go with with the young buck who, yeah, you know, he's good and he gets his job done, but putting him in a real big, tough situation, unproven still. Who do you go with, Brandon? I go, I'll probably go with, with the young buck. 
you went on like a long ass soliloquy, and I kind of forgot who was which in this situation because I thought you said the young bucks. So I would assume that would mean that's Teddy Bridgewater. Yes, but yet Taysom Hill's the one who hasn't really proved himself. So wouldn't yes. he be like the young buck? I I don't know. No, he's the he's the doe. You know, just this little dainty little thing, but you know it's gonna grow up to be this majestic beast. You do know that does are female deers. Yes. So. I didn't know if you were going to think that the doe was going to, like, sprout antlers and be, like, this big old 12-point buck or something. Hey, you never know in this day and age, bro. Doe's a deer, deer's a deer, buck a buck, you know, whatever, man. Gender reassignment for deers. I think if I were to pick one, I think I would probably go with Teddy Bridgewater. Obviously, everybody has a price. I think there's a limit that you would go on spending for Teddy Bridgewater because he is still going to be your backup quarterback. I don't know what Teddy Bridgewater feels about the situation, if he wants to play right now, if he wants to sit behind Drew Brees for a year or two, probably more likely a year. I think this might be Drew's last season. Uh, But I think Teddy Bridgewater is a really good talent. I think he was really good in Minnesota. He was becoming, you know, an upper-tier quarterback, and unfortunately he had that injury. Taysom Hill, I really like Taysom Hill. He is kind of unproven. I don't know what his arm strength and his accuracy, you know, what his throwing ability as a quarterback could be. We've seen what he can do running the football. I think Taysom Hill might be a better value because you're probably not going to get as much for him because Sean Payton is very high on him. But Teddy Bridgewater, I think, is a safer pick than Taysom Hill. And he's a little bit younger, so you would get at least two, three more seasons out of Teddy Bridgewater, but as long as he stays healthy. Well, here's the thing, though. Also, Bridgewater is proven with the group of guys that were on the field this last season. If any of that changes, do you have a change in faith? You know, let's say somebody gets hurt or, you know, they're, you know, some they lose a couple core guys. Do you still go with Teddy Bridgewater, Bridgewater or do you go with Hill who, wait, is it Hill? Taysom Hill, that Taysom. is his name. Okay, just, yeah. Um, or do you go with Taysom Hill, who... Taysom. Taysom, sorry. Whatever. He, he's a nobody. Um, or do you go with someone like him, who isn't proven, but you have a new group of guys? I think if you're going to have... Like, would you say, like, if Michael Thomas isn't there, who would you have more faith in carrying the team? Yeah, and breezes down, yeah. I think maybe Taysom Hill. I think Taysom Hill can create a little more offense than Teddy Bridgewater. Yes, Teddy is athletic. He could run if he really wants to, but with the broken leg, you don't really know in the back of his mind if he wants to do that. I think Taysom Hill could maybe create a little bit more. I think, I don't know. I mean, it's all up to Sean Payton. He's kind of the mad scientist behind this, and he's the one that's really backing Taysom Hill. And if he has in mind what he wants to do, if he wants to be like John Harbaugh and like kind of just create this new revamped offense around Taysom Hill, then I would love to see what that would what that would look like. Be them blowing it in the Super Bowl. Now, someone who hasn't been able to blow in the Super Bowl is Derek Carr because he hasn't been Damn. to the Super Bowl yet. That's cool. He has posted some cryptic photos on the Instagram. First, he posted a photo in L.A. or San Diego at the Charger Stadium with a bunch of Raider fans there. No caption. And then he posts, uh, I think the same day or a day later, a photo with him dapping up Khalil Mack. So the rumors and speculation is running rampant. You know, on the podcast, we love to dig into these players' social medias and overreact, just like we did to Tom Brady. (laughs) Does this mean that Derek Carr 
is going to go to the Chicago Bears. For who, though? Who? What would we get out of that? Tom Brady. Get the fuck out of Las Vegas then, Derek. I will take Tom Brady. You so know. you're saying you would t- rather take a washed-up Tom Brady for maybe two years than Derek Carr for two years? Yes. Okay. Why, why, why would you say that? Um, let's just say, Brandon, spit, spitballing here. Derek Carr can't throw for shit. Can't run for shit. You know, good attitude. Like his attitude. Love his attitude. But I need more. I need, I need someone who is a, is a leader. Derek Carr is not a leader. He is a pushover. He's not afraid to get in someone's face and call him a punk. He's, he's, he's too nice. I need, I need anger. I need, I need someone to take the bull by the horns. That's Tom Brady, not Derek Carr. I think we might be reading too much into this. Oh, I th- definitely. I, I think it might be just Derek Carr maybe trolling a little bit. Or maybe Cleo Mac- Max on the Raiders. I doubt it. Just saying. I doubt it. You never know. But maybe maybe the Raiders try to trade Derek Carr. They get some draft picks. Maybe they trade up, try to get Tua or another college quarterback that they really like. Who knows? Know. Dominic, do you know uh, where Tua Tonga-Vailoa plays? Go Tigers. I don't, I don't know. Close. Close. Real tied. Oh. Which is? Alabama. There we go. Good guess, Dominic. Good guess. Good job. Good job. Now, so now... That's like my only guess I ever do is Alabama. Or Tigers. Or go Tigers! <laughs> Let's move on. Poppy on? No. Dominic, okay. big fan of Poppy now after watching NXT TakeOver. We will talk about NXT TakeOver in a little bit, though. Yes. Uh, now let's talk about the NFL-CBA, which means the Collective Bargaining Agreement, Dominic. What? I, what? I, I knew what that meant. Of course you did. Yeah. We have they the, agreed upon an agreement. The owners have agreed upon the agreement. Not unanimously, but they have agreed upon it, so now the ball is in the players' court or field, like LeBron said about the Astros, which we will get to in a little bit. But we haven't we don't know every little single detail, but the big news coming out of this is that the new season starting this year would be that there'd be 14 teams making the playoffs. Only the number one seed in both conferences would get the bye. And I think going on to... Is it still this season or next season? But it will move on to a 17-game season, and they will eliminate the final game of the uh, preseason. So there would only be three preseason games and then 17 regular season games. Brandon, are you a fan of this? I know we talked about it last week, but are you legitimately a fan all these teams getting to the playoffs, possibly sneaking in to the championship rounds. Brandon, are you a fan of this agreement? It is more football. We get one more playoff game. Uh, as I said, I kind of like how the baseball, se- baseball season is very uh, it's more valued to make the playoffs. But last season, I think... If this was the same format, the Steelers and the Rams would have made the playoffs. I mean, I think Pittsburgh could have made some noise. I don't think the Rams would have really done anything. So it's just kind of another team to be in there. Maybe they'll win, maybe they'll lose. But we all know Dominic from last last week. Someone, Dominic likes an underdog. I love, I love hot dogs, too. And hot links. And hot links. 
Dominic would love to see one of those seven seeds go all the way to the top. I'm just saying, who was the worst team in the NFL this this, this past season? Well, that would be the Cincinnati Bengals, being that they have the number one draft pick. Okay, wouldn't it just be a great story for them to go. And who are they going to draft? What quarter? What uh, team does he play for? Go Tigers! There we go, Dominic. Hey. Joe Burrow. Uh, Joe Biden. No. 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 Oh. We can talk about politics off the air, or, oh, okay. or right now, you know, just alienate our entire. No, that's fine. Okay. Um, but uh, what was I gonna say? What was I talking about? Until you started talking about Go Tigers and shit. You said who's the worst team in the league? Oh yeah. So I'm just saying, Bengals sucked dick last year. Wouldn't it be amazing if they got like Championship Brown even to the Super Bowl? Wouldn't you be like, damn, they were bottom of the barrel and now they're top of the gun? Like, come on, wouldn't that be so cool? Well, I don't think the Bengals being the worst team in the league are gonna make the playoffs. Just everyone makes the playoffs. It's fucking March Madness. Just everybody makes you the playoffs. Say that and then watch. Bet you the Bengals go to the Super Bowl next year. Coming from the person who picked the Browns to make it to the Super Bowl two years ago. I did the Browns and the Niners. And none of that Dominic, you took the Browns to the Super Bowl quite a few times today, did you? <laughs> oh, Brandon. It's too easy. Too easy. You make it hard sometimes for me to do this podcast. You know that? Talking about my bowel movements all the time. What about your bowel movements, huh? Did you take a shit today? Yes, I did. Usually I take one like in the afternoon, like right before I take a shower. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like in the afternoon. Do you shit after a shower? No. Because then, you know, I'd probably just jump right back in the shower. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Uh, the other aspect, the 17 games, three preseason games. Also, the other news is the players would get a percent and a half increase from 47 to 48.5, I believe, in revenue sharing. Dominic, your thoughts on that? The players get more money? Great. What do I get? Oh, God, you're one of those people. What do I get? You're one of those people. Oh, it's a kid's game. You should just enjoy making all this money. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. They're already making millions of dollars. Not everybody. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. The third string kicker is making only 600000 My bad. Whatever. And then there's 31 owners who are making billions and billions of dollars. I'm sorry that if I if I was a third string kicker making shit even making one hundred and fifty thousand I would be like oh whatever I'll you keep your one one point five percent fuck it what is that going to equal out to revenue and this is why the players are in that situation to begin with because they're short sighted and they'd be like sure why the fuck not just give them my money up front but then in the long haul they get reamed in the ass ten years from now when they're veterans and they don't get the stuff that they really want and then they're just you know. Up a river without a paddle, or whatever the hell that saying goes. Fuck the union. Once again, we've realized Dominic, who is formally in a union. Yes, right? nope, I'm still technically in still it. Still technically in a yep. union, yet anti-union. Yep. Good to know, good to know. You know why? I don't know if I ever divulged this information, but I was in the union just to make 50 an hour. I had, I had no protection, no one to run to if I was getting treated mis- wrongly or anything. They literally said... If you have an issue, you go to your boss, that's it. You can't go to the union because the union don't give a fuck about you. So fuck the union. Would you like to be specific of what union you're talking about, Dominic? You want to just call them out right here? Mm, no. Just an off chance ever something happens, you know. I will say, their name's in my wallet. So I have my card still. He knows, he has the phone number, so if something yes. happens, he can, 
give you a very strongly worded voicemail. Yes, I'm about to get a cramp. Ow. Now let's move on to baseball. Yay. Continuing on with the Astro situation, it feels though every single week we talk about this. And Rob Manfred has basically exposed himself as a stupid idiot, a clown, one might say. We have the players. A lot of them now have got into spring training, so now they're voicing their opinions on the matter. Nick Markakis, Mike Trout, Cody Bellinger we talked about last week. There's just a lot of people out there where the players are kind are really pissed off about this, and they're kind of starting to revolt against the commissioner. The commissioner did an interview called the Commissioner's Trophy a hunk of metal. Uh, Turner really didn't like that. He said, take his name off the goddamn trophy if he's going to treat it like that, because that's what everyone is playing for. And then there's word and speculation that if people throw at the Astros, then those people will be suspended, or, you know, the hammer will come down on them, so people who cheated and stole a World Series don't get punished, but yet the people who are trying to retaliate and give themselves some good old-fashioned justice gets punished for it. I mean, I'm being honest here. You're telling me each you're, you're telling me the, the umpires are gonna are gonna hold that to you know hold them to that T, you know, because sometimes getting hits on an accident. Sometimes we don't purposely mean to beam you. Sometimes we don't mean to throw it behind you, whatever. But you know, I think one thing the Astros need to understand is they should know that they're the most hated team in baseball. I mean. Who gives a fuck about the Yankees? Who gives a fuck about the Dodgers? Who gives a fuck about anyone else? They are literally the most hated team in baseball. They need to come to terms with that. They need to understand that they're going to get thrown out. They're going to get booed. They're going to get called all types of names. They're going to get called. I mean, I read on Twitter that uh, uh, somebody told Josh uh, Reddick, like, I hope your kid gets cancer. Like, it, it's it's getting out of control, but you got to understand, though, like, like that. But they're part, also I, not the first players or celebrities to have death threats. Exactly. So you can't really make them the martyr that they're trying to be. Like, oh, you know, hey, we apologize. We didn't. Like, no. First off, you cheated for baseball. It's not like you cheated something super more important than baseball. It's like, come on. You know, Donald Trump rigged the election. Come on, let's be real. That's more important, right? Dominic, we were not going to talk about politics on the podcast. Sorry. Getting a little political. You know, Got a couple beers in me, you know. Feel a little good, man. You know. Dominic, don't forget to vote. California, uh, almost said pre-trial. What's it called? Preliminary. Pre- preliminaries. There we go. In two weeks on Tuesday. Super Tuesday. Go and, and vote, then, guys. And then it's Ash Wednesday. No, Ash Wednesday is next Wednesday. Oh. Cause I'm a good Christian boy. I'm a Jew. I'm gonna go Fat Tuesday. Go to Nola. Just get fucking riggedy, riggedy, riggedy wrecked. Where are you going? Nola. Where's for that Fat at? Tuesday? Where's that at? For Mardi Gras? Nola? Oh, you're going to New Orleans? There you go. You're really going to go? Yeah. Yeah? Mardi Gras? Yeah? See some titties? Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Dick? Dick? Sure. See, see some dick? Sure. Get some beads on your dick? Sure. Otherwise known as hepatitis? Herpes? Herpes? Chlamydia. The club. Where, where are we going? Crabs. Astros Ash. are the worst, most hated team in the baseball. Astros are the chlamydia of Major League Baseball. That is the title of this episode. I mean, we've been doing a lot of Astros titles lately. Maybe a baseball on good news. Baseball is back. First game was today. First game for the A's are tomorrow. Might tune in on the radio. Good news. 
if we can be a little uh, talk about the A's for a sec. Yeah. They sure. announced that they're going to try for their local radio broadcast on the app that they are going to have only a millisecond delay, so people can listen what? to the game inside the Coliseum, which I would very much appreciate. That'd be cool. I mean, especially on those days if I go to the, the Coliseum by my seat by myself. The treehouse. Yes. Or maybe somewhere else. Well, you know, just venture up to the to Mount Davis, get kicked out. You know, Start by the flapping way. my dick like the dude from the XFL game. <laughs> by the way, people, Brandon and myself will be opening day. And opening night. Opening day we will be in the treehouse. Opening night will be seated somewhere in the Coliseum. So don't be afraid to say hi. Let's get let's get litty like a titty. The studio audience will be working. She working hard or hardly working? She'll be working hard. Studio audience never hardly works. She works hard every day at work. But, you know, she is the new... She's making all that money for that gambling addiction we're about to get in Vegas. Damn right. She's going to be feeding them slot machines like I feed myself at a buffet. We're going to the buffet, right? I... I, I've checked it out. Jesus. And Tuesday is probably if we're going to have our discount from the My Vegas app, that's probably the best day to go. Because that's the only, well, that's the only day we can go because Memorial Day is considered a holiday, so the discount doesn't work. And the MGM buffet apparently is kind of trash. So then why are we, so you, so you're, 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 this is like fucking hometown buffet all over again. You're hyping it it's up. Still, and but then, it's still going to be better than hometown. It's be better. Be. Let's if be not, honest. I'm just eating nothing but ice cream. Just plant yourself underneath the thing and just yep. pull the handle. Yep. All right. I mean, I made some soft serve the day, but it wasn't tasty. It was definitely chocolate soft serve. <laughs> let's get let's get. Let's get Anyways, the let's continue on the baseball track. We got Luis Trevino, or not Luis Trevino, Luis Severino. He has forearm discomfort still from the playoffs. He has been shut down. Not a good look for the Yankees. Possibly he's going to go on the IL. Maybe he's going to get on the... Maybe he's going to get Tommy John surgery. Who exactly knows? But not a good start for the Yankees, who are probably the heavy favorites for the American League. And that dude on Live PD just threw up. That's nice. That's disgusting. That's going to be Dominic in Vegas. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, And then I look up and I see this, this throw up on the TV. Hmm. Nice. Because it's a family tradition to podcast and watch live PD. Dominic, why are you on your phone? Because uh, I got an email, uh, voicemail information on our block, and they're worried why I haven't come back and uh, done my taxes. Why haven't you come back and do your taxes? Because my old job never sent me my fucking 1099, which I f- need to finish. But uh, Was it a robot or was it a human being? Oh, look at that. They care about you, Dominic. Yeah, her name was Karen. Who the fuck is Karen? <laughs> it's Karen from State Farm. Or H&R Block. Or H&R It's Karen from H&R Block. What are you wearing, Karen? Nothing. She sounds ugly. So, nothing on a Louis Severino's form? I don't even know who the fuck he is. He's a pitcher for the New York Yankees? You said when you read the script, the only thing you didn't know was a CBA. You lied to me. I did I not tell you Servino or and I looked at you and I gave you like that look like the fuck. Let's be honest, you give me that look all the time. That is true. 
So, I kind of wanted to do this last week, but I kind of forgot. The projections for the baseball standings uh-huh. have come out. These are, I, can, I don't even know where the fuck these are from, but basically, you know, it's like a computer, and they figure out, they say the projected win totals. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to spend too much time on it, but let's start in the American League. We got, on the East Coast, the New York Yankees in first place, 99 wins. Really? Do you think they can uh, get to 100? No. I think that's okay. Definitely so, not. But do you think they're going to win the East? Yeah. Maybe. They'll win the East, but... And then we got the Tampa Bay Rays finishing second at 87 wins. And on that mark, they would be tied for the wild card spot. We're going to see who the other team is in a second. Then we got the Red Sox 85 wins and 77 losses. It's a little... I know we both think the Red Sox is going to fall off. We still don't even know what's happening with their sign-stealing situation. It was supposed to come out like two weeks ago. Yeah. Still hasn't come out. I think maybe Rob Manfred is kind of scared and shook. But it's also kind of a thing is if you put the hammer down on the Red Sox, they want you to put the hammer down on the Astros. Well, I mean, it comes down... I mean, Let's be honest. What did the Red Sox win? A World Series in 2018. With sign-stealing? Yes. I want to shut the fuck up because I don't know anything apparently. What were we going to say, Dominic? Nope. Um, okay. Don't bring it up. I'm fine. Do you think the at the Red Sox will do better than 85 wins? Or do you think they're going to fall off a cliff? I think they'll do... I think they'll probably hit just around there somewhere. Then in the Central... Well, finishing off, we got Blue Jays 77 wins and the Orioles 63 wins, which would make them the worst team in the American League. Then in Central, the Twins 93 wins, Cleveland 86 wins, we haven't done our official predictions yet, but I think that's about right. Twins come in first, a little, what was that, six, seven games ahead of the Indians? Think they're going to be that far ahead of them? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think the Twins will, will win the Central. And then we got the White Sox, 83 wins. A lot of a lot of people like them, as I, as I said. I like the moves they made. I don't think it's going to be their year this year, but I think next year, similar to what the Padres are doing, I think they're kind of that, te- them, that young team they're getting to keep close. an eye out. They're getting they, very close. Yeah, they could get really hot. They could make a wild card spot, but I think this year might be one year too soon. Yes. And then the Tigers and the Royals. Down in the doldrums, the Tigers, 69 wins. Nice. Okay. I teed that up for you. You just completely looked at it. Well, you know, I'm trying to better myself. Then on the West Coast, the Astros, 98 wins. I know I still say they're going to win the West, but Dominic, do you think they're going to be that successful at 98 wins? Yeah, because I think they're going to end up, a lot of the wins they're going to get is because certain people are going to get ejected from the other team, and so they're just going to run rapid. So, yeah, I think I think that sounds about right. And then in second place, 87 wins. The Los Angeles Angels. Oh, your thoughts? I think obviously you want the A's to be in second place, if not first place. But yes. how do you think the Angels are going to do this year? As the dogs are probably going to start barking anytime soon. Um, I mean, the Angels—they're—they're—they're they're, they're looking pretty dangerous with a couple of roster moves they made. Um, like you said, I think the A's—I'd rather see the A's in second than third. But you know, got to do what you got to do, right? And in third place, there are the A's at 85 and 77. Last year, they actually had the exact same projected win total at 85. They ended up winning 97 wins again. So it just kind of shows you that they can be way off on these predictions. These projections don't really mean anything, but it's kind of fun to talk about. I mean, hey, I just want the A's to do good, get into the playoffs, experience some fun. I mean, I don't, I don't understand how 
basically they bring back the exact same team and even get better at the rotation, and yet they're going to be a 12-game worse team. That doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. And like if, not... if it was 90 wins, I'd say, okay, I can see that, you know, fall off by 7. I can agree with that, but 85, I think that's a little too much. No, you know what's going to happen is they're going to they're gonna have the lead, and then they're just going to go, like, just downhill. They'll be in first maybe for, like, a month, and then they'll lose a couple key games to the Astros or whatever, and then next thing you know, it's the end of the end of the season, and we're in second, third place, and not making playoffs. Then in the bottom, I think the West is probably the best division in the American League. We've got the Texas Rangers, 73 wins. They are opening up a new stadium. Maybe it's going to help them. Maybe it's going to hurt them. Who exactly knows? And then in last place, Seattle Mariners, 66 wins, second worst team in the league. I think they're a little bit better than that. I can see them maybe getting 69 wins. Nice. Yeah, they're not. They're not. They're not going anywhere. Now let's move over to the National League. They got the New York Mets winning the East at 88 wins, followed by the Nationals, 87 wins, a game behind, and the Braves, 83 wins, Phillies, 77, and those lonely Marlins, 71 wins though. So, not you know, not 60 wins or however many they had last year, but they have the Mets and the Nationals, one two, in the East, pretty close. I mean. That, that sounds about right. I'm surprised that they have the Mets going over the Nationals, though. So Then the Central, we got the Reds. Going to win it. A, once again, very similar. These teams are going to be beating up on each other. So 86 wins is going to get the job done. And then the Cubs, a game behind with 85 wins. And uh, St. Louis Cardinals at 80 wins. The mascot doesn't agree the Cardinals should have more than 80 wins. He thinks it can be above 500 this year. Well, I mean, he's just, he really loves the Cardinals. He loves, you know you know who his favorite Cardinal of all time is, right? Stan the Man. Albert Pujols. Albert who? I'm sorry, I'm a little drunk. Albert Pujols. Oh, okay. Yeah. Deserves, deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. And then we move over to the West Coast. Dominic, take a wild guess of who they have winning the West is uh, the Dodgers. Yes, it would be the Dodgers. At, at 97 wins. No. 103 what? wins. And then about, how many games is that? 24 games behind in second place. The San Diego Padres at 79 wins. That's fucking horrible, dude. I don't think it's going to be that big of a difference. I think the Dodgers will probably get 100 wins, but I think the... I could see the Padres being in second place, but I think they're going to get above the the 500 mark, maybe get 83 wins, maybe even 85 wins, but I, I definitely agree with that. It's going to be the Dodgers and then a steep drop-off. Let me, let me guess. Giants are in last place. Yes, Giants are in last place at 68 and 94. That would be the worst uh, record in the National League, and I believe that would be the third, t- wait, tied for third for the worst in the majors. Ah, didn't they have the worst record? No, they had... Yeah, they had the worst record, record last the year. The worst record? Because they had so many L's. It's a record. <laughs> I'm tired, Brandon. I got work tomorrow at 7. You're tired, full, and drunk all in one. Yes. Not a good combination. Not a good combination. And I gotta drive you home. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord Pray Lord for Jesus. us. Now, let's move on to the basketball scene. The... Warriors have shut down Clay Thompson. Yes, he tore his ACL last year in the playoffs. Has not played at all, but he has been shut down. Kobe. Which we all kind of 
thought about <laughs> that was going to happen. And Curry is still on his way to make a return. They are eyeing a early to mid-March return. Clay, we kind of knew about. I think it's a good idea for him to shut down. Maybe he's going to play in the Olympics. Eye for that return. And Curry, still on track to come back in March. I'm just saying, if you're going to shut him down, do not let him play in the Olympics. I'm just just spitballing here. Last thing you want to do is get is reactivate it during the Olympics, and you're screwed for next season. But at that point, it's already been a year, and I think if he re- like, if, let's say the Warriors were in the playoff hunt, I think if he really wanted to, he could have played. In, he could play in you know May and in the playoffs. Uh, I don't know. First off, they're not going to go to the playoffs. They're they were my my underdog. Ain't going to happen. They f- fucking suck. Hot take coming from Dominic. But, I think if Clay was smart and the Warriors were smart, they would say, hey, maybe not this basketball, maybe not this Olympics, but the next year, next one, you're good. So you're going to make Clay wait another four years when he's already, like, what, 30? So he, gonna... he'll, he'll be fine. No, well, he's going to be fine. He is fine. And then let's continue in California, move our way down south to the Los Angeles Lakers, Dominic's NBA champion prediction. They have intend, they intend to waive Boogie Cousins in order to clear a roster spot for Markeith Morris, who had a contract buyout from the Detroit Pistons. So, your thoughts on Boogie being gone and Markeith taking his place for the Lakers. And then go back to the Warriors. No? I mean... He hasn't played all season. Is he's he healthy had, yet or no? He's had a little... Well, he hasn't played yet. He's had a little bit of off-the-court issues. Yeah, well, I mean, who doesn't, man? Everybody does. Steph had a dick pic this year. I mean, broke his hand after. Speaking of dick pics, we uh, actually oh, had somebody God. take up our offer on Dominic's profile or portrait mode dick pic. Shout out to our friends over there at Trapdoor to Hell. <laughs> yeah, Dominic's, of course they fucking... Dominic still has not uh, paid up. Not given them the goods yet. Hey, whoa, yet. whoa, 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 whoa. Let's 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 make one thing clear here. This portrait will be a masterpiece when I get to do it. It's just you know I'm working a lot, you know, and you know they they don't give us a time or date to do the crossover, you know. So even though they have hit us up, Maybe crossover in the making. Just gotta you know hammer out the details. Hammer down. Hammer the over. Over. Oh wait, what's the over? I don't know. Well, we, we did over-under for the, the brawls for the, the Astros last year, or last week. They actually have an official over-under for hit-by-pitches this year at 83.5, Dominic. What you taking? Over. You hammering the over. Yes. I think the top three teams who had hit-by-pitches were over 83.5, so that's a good it's a good guess. Good guess. It's not a guess. It's a, it's, it's a fact. Fact. Fact of life. Shit's snug three Gs. Okay, I, I, I don't know what to do with that. So Matt Hardy would know that. You don't know him, you know. Anyways, let's move on to the final portion of the sports. God and that is everyone's favorite segment, newly oh, oh. minted. Oh. Wait, what was it again? The XFL version of... Do I just say Dominic's picks, or... Did you, I... Did you, I... Do, you kind of already fucked it up, but you can do whatever you want, Dominic. But no, what did I do last week? Do you remember? You did Dominic's picks. You did your little jingle. I just did Dominic's picks. Boom. That, that. Yes. 
Okay, okay, okay. Do it again, do it again, do it again. Okay, so to close out sports, we're going to do our favorite recurring... I fucked up. Okay, God, let's try, let's try, let's try it one more time. Try one more time. One more time. One more time. One more time. Third time's hey, the charm. Oh, okay, okay. Snug like 3G is Snug what you like said. 3G's. Matt Hardy would know that. Ha, ha, ha. Now, let's close out sports with everyone's favorite recurring segment. The XFL version of... Dominic's Picks. Dun, dun. Now Dominic is doing the Play XFL app. I have downloaded I have given my own scores, but Dominic, is your segment. You tell us who is going to win and the scores this week in the third week of the XFL. Let's see. So we have, Brandon, I don't know if you know this, but, you know, I'll tell you right now. In on Sunday, we have the New York Guardians versus the St. Louis Battlehawks. Go Marquette King, baby. I have the Guardians going over the Hawks. Sorry, Battle Hawks. 14 to 10. Very traditional scoring. I know, I know. I'm a traditional person, but watching the games, not a lot of stuff's been going on. So, And then the other Sunday game at 3, we have the DC Defenders going against the Los Angeles Wildcats. Gar. I have, I have the Defenders going over the Cats 10 to 3. So now you know not to pick those scores for your play XFL app. Go make your picks. By the time you listen to this, probably the first game has already started, so it can be shit out of luck, but we're trying to help you out. Well, let's see. Hang on. Uh, let's see. Uh, does it say uh, come back on February 23rd at 12 p.m. to track your picks? So I guess they lock in at like 11.59. So. That'll do it for us for sports. Now let's move on to the world of professional wrestling, and unfortunately, Samoa Joe has been injured again. Once again, I think this is like his third time in a matter of a month or two. He has suffered a concussion on the set of a WWE commercial. Apparently, there was some sort of table spot, and he got a concussion. He just came back about two weeks ago from his other injury. So now Samoa Joe, who's been getting a kind of sustained push, once again on the shelf. I think that this this type of stuff is the only thing that's going to hold him back from ever being a top guy. He's very injury prone. Yeah, really sad to see. I mean, Samoa Joe, really good for the past, whatever, 15 years. But now, in your older age, sometimes you just can't take the beatings you used to. And just doing a simple thing like this table spot that he was doing in a commercial knocked him silly. Who knows? I mean, Jordan Reed, we didn't even talk about him. He gets cut from the Redskins. He's been having... Oh, sorry the Washington football team. I'm getting canceled now. Anyways, the Washington racial slurs, and he's basically had a concussion for like four months now, or five months, like ever since the beginning of the season. And so you never know. Samojo's probably had multiple concussions, undiagnosed. At that late age, you don't want to take this for granted, but it's kind of sad to see that he was finally getting a main event level push, and he's been put on the shelf two times in the past couple weeks. I mean, I I think that was, if I remember correctly, that was one of the, I don't know if that was something that we talked about or if I watched a video about it, but it was the fact that Joe is very injury prone. Um, I mean, I think when he came in, at NXT he was fine, right? I don't think we've, we ever talked about anything in him in NXT and being injured or anything, but ever since he made the, his main roster debut, it's like, he was out with his foot for a long time, right? Like he had something going on with his foot, if I remember, or 
So something. Okay. I mean, there's always in sports, there's that Iron Man who's perfectly fine, and then just for some reason, something happens. Like Peyton Manning. Like, for the most part, Peyton Manning was pretty healthy through his entire career, and then at the very end, he just kind of fell apart. Not saying Samoa Joe's falling apart. If he yeah. were to come back, he probably could still go. He's not exactly ROH Samoa Joe anymore, but yeah. I think in the back of his mind, Vince and... I mean, I think it's just typical with any kind of sport is do you really want to put that much stock into this guy when in the back of your mind it's like he's been hurt so many times? Do you want to put him out there and have him hurt again and have to do this whole process over and over again? But then, then I raise you the question of if they give Daniel Bryan a title... They, they gave Daniel Bryan the title. Doesn't that kind of give you the thing of like, well, you give it back to Daniel Bryan, give it to Joe. I mean, I Daniel think that Bryan one might is... be a little different because Daniel was just one type of injury. With Samoa Joe, it's kind of a whole bunch of different types of injuries, and it's like you can't really prepare for. You can't like say like, okay, we're gonna take it easy on his knee, and then he tears a bicep, and then he gets a concussion, and then it's like you, you can't like just put him in a body cast and throw him out there. You gotta at some point just let him let him do you boo. Well, sucks to see this happen. Rest up, speedy recovery, get back to choking people out and ending careers. Let's continue on with the older veteran wrestlers. We have Triple H and Goldberg's apparent plans for WrestleMania, and there are none. Triple H and Goldberg apparently have no plans for WrestleMania. Seems as though they're kind of strictly in the blood money Saudi Arabia shows at this point. Thank baby Jesus. We don't got to see them at WrestleMania. That's it? Hot take? Well, yeah, I mean... But you don't want to see Triple H come down on a Harley for like the 10th year in a row? Ooh, a Stephanie? Ooh, yeah, actually, no, yeah. Actually, just bring Stephanie out in leather pants. That's fine. No comment? Dominic's ready for that uh, authority reunion. Yeah. Come back. Yeah, boy. Let's see that those Stephanie. Stephanie titties? Yeah, boy. I said it, not you, so you won't get in trouble. Yeah, boy. She's barely paying attention, so it really doesn't matter. Any hoots. Let's go on to the Raw recap where the authority used to reign. I don't know. Authority on their victims. Have I said I'm tired yet? You just did. Oh, I'm tired. Well, actually, no, you did, because I was like, oh, you're tired, drunk, and hungry. Yeah, I'm tired. Anyways. Becky Lynch comes out with a brown bag full of cash, dumps it on the ground, and says, I'm, whatever, here's my fine money for whenever I kill Shayna Baszler. Then Shayna Baszler, who tried to, or I guess did, take a chunk out of Becky Lynch's neck, who should be suspended, fined, fired, whatever, is up on the Titantron, just like it's nothing fully mic'd, and talking to Becky, like she's a regular part of the, the roster, and this was all planned out. Dominic, your thoughts? And she said the S word, didn't she? Yeah, she said she's gonna beat the shit out of her. She said a bad word. Yeah. $25 in the, in the swear jar, thank you very much. But, yeah, kinda didn't like it. I kinda don't like the the whole angle they're going right now with this. They, they could've done this a lot differently. But, you gotta applaud them for not making her bite her again. You know, that that's very true. you got to think of the positives. I think, as I said last week, they're overthinking this. All you had to do was just have Becky and Shayna do a face-off, you know, have a very serious altercation. As I said, the her choking out Becky, perfectly fine. I was okay with that. 
And then you just took it that one step where she takes the chunk out of her neck, the fake blood, and Becky cussing and kicking, whatever, paramedics. And it was just way too overbooked. And now we're going to get a number one contender women's elimination chamber match where we all know it's going to be Shayna. So I guess it's going to be nice to see Shayna put over. Hopefully she's put over very strong. Maybe she just eliminates everybody, which I think could be a good way to put her over. But it's a good possibility. I think they're just way too, way too many gimmicks in this feud where they didn't need any gimmicks. I think if you just stuck to Rousey Lynch from Survivor Series two years ago, would have been perfect. But no, they're doing all this shit and here we are. I mean, it's not Rousey though. It's Baszler. So, it's okay. We're going to talk about the another four horsewoman in a wee bit when we get to NXT. But, Randy Orton continues to murder Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy comes out with a neck brace, and, you know, you can't kill Matt Hardy because he's stronger than death. You know, Matt Hardy will not die. And then Randy attacks Matt, gives him another concerto, gets him on the, whatever, the steel steps. The referees come down. They can't jump in the ring, apparently, because it's hot lava to tear the chair away from Randy Orton. Apparently Matt Hardy has no friends. Nobody comes out to save him. Despite the Street Profits coming out at the end of the show to save the baby faces, nobody wanted to save Matt. It puts heat on Randy. People don't like Randy. But then it's like, this doesn't make a lot of sense because Randy is so methodical and it took so long for this to happen. It's like, where the fuck was everybody else? I mean, minding their own goddamn business, Brandon. If I was getting hit with a steel chair, are you going to come running down? Yes, Dominic. I would save you. You would save me CM Punk style? Yeah, I'd make you shave your head and bow down to me. I already do bow down to you, baby. Is that too much? I'm daddy Funk. But, um, but yeah, you know. My people mind mind their own business, Brandon. You know, Street Profits are like, you know what? We ain't trying to piss off Randy, so Matt, sorry. Because we know what Randy Orton says on gaming live streams. Yes. Yeah. Wait, what does he say? He pulls a U. Oh, he does. Yeah, he dropped an end bomb. <laughs> Randy, we should play uh, Call of Duty sometime. Then uh, Dominic's favorite woman's wrestler, Charlotte Flair. Yes. Comes out and cuts a promo. Probably should have talked about NXT first, but she comes on to NXT, attacks Rhea Ripley, and challenges her. So then that is the promo after the day after. After the day after. Great wording. And basically, she cuts a really good babyface promo, and Rhea doesn't respond to it at all, not even on NXT. And yeah, so once again, I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about Charlotte Flair. Like I've said, and you've said, she's the female version of the big show. So, you don't know to boo him or to cheer for him, but you just see him and you go crazy because it's Charlotte. You go crazy for him because she's Charlotte? Yes. Okay. They have the same size boobs. Do you have any hot takes on uh, Charlotte's new look? Wearing, you know, a lot more clothing, not wearing the robes and the fancy flare stuff. I haven't really been paying attention, honestly. Uh, don't watch the product? Not really. No? I work, Brandon. I'm tired. I'm buzzing a little bit. We're not going to get into the Dominic watch the product talk right now. We'll do that later. We get uh, Seth Rollins cutting a very long, boring sermon, and then that leads into, once again, a tag team match. We've seen this way too many times. It's only mid-February. We've still got, like, two months left to WrestleMania. I don't know how much longer I can handle this, Dominic. I mean... 
wait, you can't, what do you mean you can't handle it? What do you mean? It's the same shit over and over again. Oh, Seth it's Rollins. been the same shit over and over again for the past, like, two and a half, three years. That's it. Well, I mean, you're saying you can't handle it, but you've been handling it for the past two and a half years. You, now you have reached a breaking point? Make no sense, dude. What did I even say, Dominic? Are you even listening to me? You're too busy on your phone. I'm too busy trying to find these Charlotte Flair photos. She, like, came out in a yellow tank top and a leather skirt. A leather skirt? Wait. Oh, I thought this was, like, ring attire. No. Oh, no. I was just talking about, like, just the clothes she's been wearing. Oh, no, never mind. Yeah, no, I don't give a fuck, then. You just trying to look at some titties? Some ass. What ass? <laughs> don't disrespect her, okay? Say what? Don't disrespect her. Say what? Don't disrespect her. Say what? What? Chicken butt. <laughs> there you go. You love to see it. So then, we get Drew McIntyre taking on MVP, who apparently is still wrestling. Even though the internet told me he was done with wrestling. That's what I thought too. So, Drew, but hey, still got it. Drew beats him pretty decisively. Thought it's a good little mini feud for Drew. Once Brock Lesnar destroys Ricochet at Blood Money Five, and then we can get on to the current. The sea, the river of, towards WrestleMania, the river of WrestleMania. Can I be honest with you for a second? I saw a picture, I think during the week, it was with Ricochet with the world title, and I'm like, I miss Blood Money, f- whatever, this is five, whatever, and Ricochet won. I'm like, this storyline makes no fucking sense. I freaked out. I was like, Ricochet won. I was, about to, I was literally, I was about to tweet it. Like, holy shit, he fucking won. I was like, wait. I'm pretty sure Brandon would have told me something, so I held off on it. Good job, Dominic. He, he didn't embarrass yourself too much. Yes, but Just, I admitted to it. Thank you, I appreciate that. We got AJ Styles cutting a promo saying that he is the new Mr. WrestleMania. We didn't talk about this last week, but it's true, though. apparently, rumor and innuendo says that it will be The Undertaker taking on AJ Styles at WrestleMania. This seems to be a logical first step. AJ Styles declaring himself Mr. WrestleMania. He wants to do what Shawn Michaels couldn't do, and that's beat Undertaker WrestleMania. Is AJ Styles undefeated at WrestleMania? He lost to Chris Jericho, didn't he? Did he? In his first ever WrestleMania match. Did he? I believe so. Hmm. Hmm. Bummer. AJ versus Taker, your thoughts on that? Uh, stupid. AJ Styles could have a way better match with someone else. Yes, I understand why you choose Taker because you can put AJ over and you know really makes it cement AJ's Hall of Fame career. But you know you can have AJ versus anyone else; it'll be a better match. Taker can't go like he used to. So. But then who do you put in the ring with Taker? John Motherfucking Cena. But John Cena as Doctor Thugonomics, who has a pinfall victories over the Undertaker. The internet told me that John Cena is going to face Elias. Which is stupid. John Cena will be on SmackDown next week. No, he won't. Oh, no, that was this week. Never mind. John Cena will be on SmackDown next week, which I assume Elias will interrupt him, and Elias has been a babyface. But now, I mean, I guess that means he's going to be a heel now. Eh. And so Elias is going to be flippy floppy like Charlotte and Big Show and Kurt Angle. And I muted my mic. I pulled a Brandon. 
God damn it. The internet, according to Dominic, says that Dr. Thugonomic Cena is going to come back, and... Wouldn't that make Cena the heel? Technically? That was Cena's heel persona. But who's going to boo John Cena if he's going to be the Dr. Thugonomics? I sure as hell. I won't. I'll be too busy singing his theme song. Would you like to give us a little snippet? World life. This is Bissett Thugonomics. Want me to keep going? Sure. Well, they're fighting or spitting. My discipline is unforgiving. Got you backing up in that defensive position. An ass kicking anthem. Okay, I'm done. Shout out, shout out Christy Pang, who uh, illegally burned the John Cena DVD and gave it out to all the people. John Cena DVD? CD. Whatever. Uh, I bought the CD. You bought the CD? You know, Christy Pang hooked it up. Why don't you date Christy Pang, dude? I don't know. Where is Christy Pang? She's still alive? I hope I hope so. She was a good girl. She was nice. Anyways, shout out Christy Pank. Angel Angel Garza and Bobby Lashley team up to defeat Humberto Carrillo y Rusev. That is a match that happened. That is a match that happened. Another match that happened, Aleister Black (gasps) takes on Eric Rowan in a match between two guys who've been having squash matches for the past ten years. And? And there was no hype to it whatsoever. And? I thought this could have been a lot more. Yeah? And in the end, Aleister Black wins. Good, thank God. Aleister Black, very underrated, future WWE champion. Sonya Deville or Aleister Black, who's more underrated? Aleister Black. Okay. Because you like the tattoos. I see you. Well, I mean, Sonya has been in title matches. Aleister has not. Not counting NXT. Main roster only. So. Now, anything else from Raw? No, I think I'm good. No. Want to talk about SmackDown at all? Goldberg gonna face the Fiend at uh, Blood Money? No. Nothing? Do you think he's gonna think uh, any chance that he wins? Nope. Okay, moving on. Got AEW Dynamite. I thought this was one of the better, if not the best, episodes of Dynamite in a long, long time. Taking place from Atlanta in the Atlanta Hawks Arena. So a very big stadium or arena. They didn't fill it out. But that was really good. To kick off the show, the Young Bucks win the Tag Team Battle Royal. So they will face the Tag Team Champions at Revolution next week. We will find out who the Tag Team Champion is a little bit, because they had Omega and Hangman taking on the Lucha Bros. But first, the Battle Royal, Dominic. What do you want to know? Thoughts. About? The Battle Royal. You know, in my opinion, I know you. they have a lot of tag teams, but they could have maybe brought, you know, in a couple, like, Hall of Fame tag teams, you know. Maybe Har- Harlem Heat, maybe, or, you know. Bring in the Dudleys. Bring in the Dudleys. Bring in the Har... Oh, you can't bring in the Hardys. You know, but you could have brought in a couple tag teams that, you know, they don't even need to be Hall of Fame. They could have just been, you know, maybe a popular team back in the day, but... Bring in the Headbangers. Exactly. Not, not to say I, I didn't enjoy it, but, you know, they could have maybe add a little spice somewhere. Raven was just randomly in the crowd during a Dark Order what? segment of the Battle Royal. Any, uh, anything to that? Didn't acknowledge it whatsoever? That's funny. I didn't even know he was in it. What did you know, Dominic? Nothing. I didn't watch AAW. AAW? Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm falling asleep. 
You want me to hit you in the dick to wake you up? No. I don't need to fucking relive fucking Tahoe all over again. I will do it. I, know. I mean, we already had drunk Mary, so. We want crying Dominic? Yep. Anywho, come on, hurry up. I'll go to bed. You know, you say I have until 10 o'clock. It's not even To eight. wrap it all up yeah, and get out the door. Yeah, so I got at least 20 more minutes to bullshit till you know, I gotta bounce that ass. Oh my god, hurry up. We got John Moxley taking on Jeff Cobb. Cobb loses, but looks very good in defeat. Jeff Cobb, very underrated. Very underrated, almost like Sony Deville. Yes, exactly. Dominic, your thoughts on the match that you definitely did watch? Beautiful. Amazing. Poetry in motion. Jeff Cobb. Would I take this back? AEW would be a fool not to ink his name to a contract. Yes, they would. Yes, they would. Then we get Omega and Hangman Adam Page defeating the Lucha Bros to retain the AEW World Tag Team Championship. Very very good match. They continue to tell the story of some little communication issues between Hangman and Omega, but they do get the job done in the end, which sets up the Young Bucks taking on Omega and Paige. And this is where somebody turns. You who, can sense it. Who would that be, Dominic? Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega, we get the cleaner he once again. He becomes the cleaner, and he rids the AEW of the elite. With Pack and Omega having an Iron Man match next week, and then Omega having to have the tag team match on Saturday. I think they can tell a story of maybe Kenny getting put through the ringer, so maybe he's not up to snuff, and that lack of health and the communication issues they've been having ends up costing them the championships, and then maybe in the end we get that Omega Hangman feud that we all thought was going to happen. I would agree with you. I think Omega... I don't know if you'd say should turn. Maybe none of them should turn because they're both fan favorites. But I think people... I mean, if you have the cleaner up against Hangman, I, I don't know how that would work because a lot of people like Kenny Omega and a lot of people like Hangman in his current incarnation. As Dominic takes a big old tired yell, yawn. Because <laughs> he's so tired. Um, I Honest to God, I think everybody would peg Hangman as the heel. Unless Kenny was to do something... So dastardly heelish, you know. Maybe you know, beats pissing his beer. Exa- oh Jesus! You know how many people being so mad? Mega heat. Mega heat. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't see uh anything Kenny does. I don't see him being a heel unless he does something super bad. So it Kip Sabian. It, it would it would have to be um Hangman as heel. Then we got Chris Statlander defeating. Shauna, good match. Nobody got hurt. That's all we can ask for. Then we got Nyla Rose cutting a very, I don't know, very intense promo on the stage. Uh, Chris Statlander comes out. Big Swole comes out. Obviously setting up some sort of number one contendership match between those two. I mean, do I really want to talk about it? But I think I do. Val Venus. (laughs) Saying things that no one should be saying. Right, Brandon? Yeah, Val Venus, the uh, Aubrey Huff of the yes. wrestling yes. world. Wow, that is... That should be the title of the podcast, the podcast episode. Val Venus is the Aubrey Huff of, eight, of wrestling. 
Didn't really talk about Aubrey Huff. Dominic, did you uh, hear what he uh, said? Let's, on... let's, uh, yes, I heard, but let's... No, on the radio interview, did you say what he said? Uh, no. I read, I didn't hear it, I read some, most of it, but I don't remember exactly. Basically, he said that women shouldn't be in men's sports, and then he said, oh, men shouldn't be in women's sports because, you know, it's hard enough to handle women, and then the radio guy just told him to fuck off and kicked him off the air. It's hilarious. Yeah, I, I remember that now, and he was like, you asked me on, he was like, yeah, I asked you on, maybe so you could, like, you know, try to be a decent human being or whatever, but you're not. Because for people who don't know, Aubrey Huff, the Giants are having their 10-year anniversary, and he was not invited to the reunion. And so, well, when you talk about going and kidnapping women from, was it Iran? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Like, yeah, that's not cool. Anyways, you want to finish your thought on Val Venus? That he's saying things that shouldn't be said, and, you know, if he ever dreamed about going back into WWE or AEW, ROH, New Japan, fucking PWG, fucking BTW, APW, wherever, he ain't going now for sure. I think Joey Ryan's taking Valvina's spot, and I think he's doing it a much, much better. Oh, shout out to Joey Ryan. Shout out, Joey Ryan. Then we got, in the main event, Cody defeating Wardlow in a cage match. Once again, we get a blade job from a Rhodes. Cody does his patented moonsault off the top of the cage. I thought the cage looked very good. Different type of cage, but uh, very big. And Wardlow, I thought, looked very good. Cody won. I thought maybe they're going to do some sort of shenanigans, but nope. Cody just went straight up. There you go. Only shenanigans was Arn throwing MJF over the railing. Or hitting him in the face with the door. I didn't see that part, sorry. Dominic, wake the fuck up. We're almost done. I know, I'm fucking trying. Did that work? I hope I hope the mic picked that up. It did. There's a big ass spike where I smacked your arm. <laughs> I had both of the mics on. Now my hand hurts. My ego hurts. Your forearms are so strong, Dominic. What have you been doing with those forearms? Well, you hit my right arm. so you... That's a strong arm. <laughs> Talk about strong style. That's a good one? <laughs> Thank you. That was a masturbation joke if you guys didn't pick up on that. Hey, come on. Then we got NXT TakeOver Portland. Your boys wash it together because, you know, we're good. Love, we're good friends, so, you know, we... Good friends, excuse me? We're okay friends, I mean. We're best friends. I mean, I'm paying for your hotel room. And I'm sleeping on a goddamn pull-up couch, but it's whatever. <laughs> we got... Uh, any, we're not going to really go move for move, but overall, pretty good show. What would you say the, the highlight of the show was? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, highlight of the show. Highlight of the show. Um, wait, highlight or match of the show? Because well, it, well, they're all matches. So it's I mean, hard for me to say highlight just because... I have to go through every single match and try to be like, you know what? Probably the tag team match. Okay, we get Johnny Gargano turning heel. Uh, not going to talk about it on NXT television, so your thoughts on Johnny turning heel, and where does this leave Adam Cole being the champion, and does that mean we're going to get Cole versus somebody else, and then Ciampa and Gargano at New York, or, sorry, TakeOver Tampa Bay? I mean... We we I think everybody knew this hill tour was coming. Um, I wish it was done a little differently though. Maybe I thought it was so... gonna I thought it was gonna happen later once Ciampa was the champion. I uh, thought it could have been you know you could have told a different type of story 
of Ciampa, you know, now being the baby face that everybody loves and people booing Gargano, because Gargano has been getting booed a lot more recently. I think that's kind of the one thing that we can see NXT not doing very well is the handling of Johnny Gargano. But, I mean, I wish this match could have held off on this a little bit later, maybe do it for the SummerSlam takeover and have Ciampa be the champion. But, I mean, if that's what they want to do, if this is this has to be the absolute... I, I don't know if Gargano or Ciampa kind of hinted at it, that this is the end, so I don't know if you do a loser leaves town match. But then I don't know what you do with Gargano, because I would assume he'd lose. Do you just have Gargano be a heel in NXT? Do you have him take four, six months off and just have him come back as a babyface? Who knows? Or you send him to the main roster and he's a shitty mid-carder. Don't know. That's what I kind of meant, is he goes to the main roster as either a heel or a babyface, but... Okay, you're tired. Eh. Don't pay attention to what I say. No. No. Never really do anything. Don't pay attention to anything I say. Pay attention to the sports stuff. Wrestling, I kind of just, whatever. Wake the fuck up, Dom, before I slap you again. What? I'm just, I'm waiting for you to talk. Open up your goddamn eyes. Nigga, fuck you. Moving on. We got NXT to talk about. (laughs) The Grizzled Young Vets have a squash match, and it seems as though that they are going to be a fixture on NXT with the Broserweights being champions. I think it's a good next step for the Grizzled Young Vets to challenge them at uh, the TakeOver. Maybe they'd go back to Winterspeed Era, but Grizzled Young Vets, new on the scene of NXT U. S.A. as Dominic tries to find something in the couch. Dominic, what are you trying to look for? My phone. <laughs> oh, Dominic lost his phone. It's only been a week. Oh, here it and is. Found lost it. It. Oh, it was in the crevices of the couch yep. where all hell breaks loose. Yep. Dominic, your thoughts on Grizzly Young Vets and NXT now? Man, they're not my favorite. I don't like them. They're heels. You're not supposed to like them. I mean... I... I yeah, I just... I... I, I Someone you do him. like is the Broserweights, Matt Matt Dunn. Matt Dunn? Matt Dunn and Pete Riddle come out. <laughs> and, and, they ha- fall asleep. and they have a celebration, and they defeat only Lorkin and Danny Birch. So, uh, Broserweights standing strong, getting the Good dub. Good job. Good for them. Who are they losing it to? I don't know. Undisputed Era? Maybe, maybe. Maybe, maybe. Keith Lee comes out to cut a promo or do something. He gets interrupted by Kona Reeves. Quick squash for Keith Lee. And the Dijakovic comes out. They go back and forth a wee bit. And it looks as though we're going to get a, another match between these two. All the matches are really good. But kind of similar to Gargano Ciampa, I'm kind of wanting this feud to be over with. I mean... As long as their stuff stays good and relevant and not super repetitive, I have no issue with it. They've done good matches. I'm not. I'm. I'm okay with it. Next up, we had a rematch from a few weeks ago. Caden Carter takes on Chelsea Green, but in the middle, they get interrupted by Bianca Belair, and she cuts a promo. She pulls a Kanye West and talks about Charlotte Flair. And seems though we're going to get Beller versus Charlotte on an episode of NXT television. I think that could be a lot of fun. Uh, no Rhea Ripley, I think, on this episode, so we didn't really get to see her thoughts on the matter. But uh, Belair interrupting Charlotte, or interrupting the match to call out Charlotte. Is that what we have? You know, 
leading up to WrestleMania's Bel Air and Charlotte feuding? I think it's going to be like a quick little mini feud. I think you have Charlotte and Bel Air main event. I don't know. Some paper or some NXT in the middle of March. So that can be can be fun to see. Maybe uh I would I would stop and watch that, yeah. You when we actually watch NXT? Yeah. What? Look at you. And then in the end, Chelsea Green gets the win, so 50-50 booking at its finest. Nice. Then in the main event, we get a Velveteen Dream taking on Roderick Strong. Velveteen Dream continues to play the mind games, having Marina Shafir and Roderick Strong's son on his tights. In the end, Dream gets the victory, but Undisputed Era stands tall as they beat him down and leave him laying as the show goes off the air. So it's going to be Adam Cole versus Velveteen Dream for the title, and Dream's going to win. I do think that is a possibility. Uh, Finn Balor did cut a promo saying, watch my next step, so maybe he does something next week. I don't know what that means. Maybe we, we get Keith Lee versus Finn Balor. Maybe we could see Adam Cole versus Finn Balor. I don't know exactly what we're going to do with Finn Finn, but I think Velveteen Dream you know, beating Roger Strong to move up to Adam Cole and have Dream Cole main event of TakeOver, maybe even semi-main TakeOver and Ciampa uh, Gargano as whatever gimmick match they're going to have in the main event. I think that could be that could be good. And with no women's match, because the women's match will be at WrestleMania. Well, you'll, you probably will have a women's Women's match. title match. Oh, okay. Okay. Great, grand, wonderful. And that'll do it for us for today, as long as we don't have any emails, DMs, or... No, I thought we had an email, but it was just a guy telling us to, oh, I'll make a website for you. But, you know, we're broke for that shit. Yes, we're broke. But we're going to make it big in Vegas, right? Maybe. Maybe. If you guys want to come down Memorial Day weekend to Las Vegas, come on down, chill out, get shit-faced with us. We'll be there Saturday... All the way leaving on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, AEW is staying in town. Could have stayed an extra day, but Dominic's already pushing it by taking off a few days of work, so we got to leave on Wednesday. You suck. You Put d- it on me, thanks. We both suck. We all suck. Except the studio audience. She doesn't suck. Does she? she, does she? She's a nice woman. She doesn't suck, Dominic? No. She's doing what I want to be doing. That's sleeping. So hurry up and sign us out. Well, I still got 20 minutes to spare, Dominic. So I can just meander. Going to sleep. Good night, everybody. Okay, everybody. Good night and goodbye. Uh, bye-bye.